Welcome to the Blue Pod Carlton Essendon Match Recap. I'm your host, Tess Hampton, back on the mic today with my co-host, Matt Duffy, or as he's better known now in the Twitter sphere, Son of Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you are going with that. Oh, thanks, Son of Phil. That's fine. Stop. <laughs> Soffy. So no Phil today but uh, I, because I'm back in the lineup. Lucky to have held my spot after an impressive couple of weeks from you too, Maddie. Oh, thank you. It was nice doing it with Dad, but it's, it's going to be great having you having you back. It's good to be back. I've, you know, wanted to shoot through all my comments from overseas, but I have to wait to get on mic. And it's a good... Good week to be back. No, I love nothing more than spoiling an Essendon party. <laughs> oh, just beating Essendon full stop, let alone when they're trying to celebrate a milestone. Yeah. It's so good. Exactly. Although things that happened while I was away that I did not expect. The first one was the weedering injury. Yeah, that hurt. That was a blow. That is a blow. That dampened my day overseas. <laughs> the messages were flying thick and fast. Yeah, it was very, very <laughs> alarming. So things I didn't expect uh, for us to lose to Collingwood and lose weedering, but we had some unexpected victories as well. Um, well, not unexpected over Essendon. No. But the Sydney... Victory was a good one. Really good to beat Sydney. A bit disappointing with the Collingwood one, but in hindsight with them beating Melbourne the other day. I know. Maybe not as bad as it looks. I know. And actually, well, we'll, we'll get to it, but this pod's coming out a bit late this week, only a couple days until we take on the Tigers at the G. Yeah, really soon. And a huge opportunity awaits now because all the teams on the top of the table have a bye. We could, we could go equal with them if we... Yeah. Take I don't know down. what we have to win by to get to top of the oh, ladder. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Equal top on premiership points. Yeah, we yeah. have to have a real... It'd have to be a 100-point win or something like that. I'll take it. Anyway, we will get to it. Let's talk about the match that just happened before we get there. Um, I'm excited to get into it. As I said, I think I enjoy more than our own birthday parties. Essendon always requesting to play us and letting us spoil their parties. Perfect. Happy to do it. There was that roaring address from um, Heppel. Oh, it made me a little worried, actually. I know, me too. As the game started, I, I was watching it like as live as I could overseas and I was like, I hate it when teams get up and about to play us. I'm worried here. Yeah. But thank, thankfully, Carlton came through. So Carlton, actually, sorry, I'm, I'm rusty. I, I know. I was wondering where you're quarters. going. <laughs> <laughs> we do a four-quarter performance on the Blue Pod. Clearly, I need some time back <laughs> in the ones to get my, my form. So the first quarter, we recap the match, go over the, as I was about to start to do, the key stats, the score and the flow of the game. In the second quarter, we dive deep on the play. Players. In the third quarter, we talk about things from the coach's box perspective, which I'm excited to do this week after a big spray from Vossi. <laughs> uh, and in the fourth, we do our mailbag footy tipping and alike segments. So let's jump in, Maddie, yeah. as, I, as I tried to do. Careful, I have to do a chair and sub you out early for Phil. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I'm just too eager. I'm just looking to start <laughs> after a couple of weeks out. Uh, so Carlton defeated Essendon 12-8-80 to 7-12-54. Goals that they were three to Harry, two apiece to Charlie and Owies, and singles to Soss, Fisher, Cripps, Martin and Cottrell. Disposal getters, we had Doc leading the way on 33. We'll get to him. What a story he is. Walsh and Newman, 29, and Cripps and Hewitt on 28. Maddie, kick us off. How'd you see, as you said, you're a bit worried at the outset that they were up and about? Yeah, I was really re- pleased with the way we came out and set the tone. I think we've done it a few times this year when you, we knew the opposition's going to be coming at us. Our yeah. ability to come out early and um, take away their, their edge, I guess. Yeah. So a really great start. We kicked the first three goals. I was actually super impressed with Tom DeConning for the first 10 minutes. Well, and then it all ended. Yeah. yeah, he didn't do too much after that. But early on, he was tapping it straight down to our mids mm. and he was taking a few marks and around the ground. I thought, oh, this is going to be Tom's best game by a mile. But he did, did calm Pain down a bit. a bit. But as I said, we managed to slam on the first three. Chera did his – well, didn't do his hammy. Strain, they're saying. Yeah, they're saying only one week, hopefully. Yeah, maybe missed – because such a tight turnaround, I yeah. guess. But yeah. hopefully he'll be back soon. They're pretty cautious. I guess they don't want another injury 
like yeah. a long-term injury. Well, seriously. So Cottrell uh, came on. Super sub. He is. He's it's like his spot. He's locked down his spot. Like yeah. Sauce sort of was like, I'll do the you know relief Every rock minute. roll that no one else wants to do. Koch was like, I'll be a sub. No one else wants to do it. Yeah. Well, he comes on and he he makes an impact. He was awesome. Then a little bit of rain started to fall and Essendon put on the next three to bring it nice and close. But Charlie managed to snag a goal at the end of the quarter, which put us back up, which mm. I thought was probably deserved. So I all over him to that point. I was very pleased he got one. Yeah. Yeah. He was having a bit of a, a, bit of a rough run. So four goals, one to Carlton, 25 to Essendon, three goals, two to 20 but we start off the second quarter again in good fashion couple goals early to harry and cripps sauce took that okay i, I want to call it a hanger i don't know if i call I it a hanger i think we'll call it a hanger we're a, we're a carlton bias <laughs> podcast we can it, do it put a knee in his back so he it was a nice to mark. do that against essendon doesn't doesn't he i love it but it was a quarter pretty much dominated by the blues i felt like essendon was fairly efficient going forward which sort of Kept him sort of roughly within range, but in general it was uh, Carlton's quarter and so we had a good lead going into halftime. Nine goals, 4.58 to Essendon's five goals, 4.34. Yeah, and uh, we carried it on the third quarter before fading – well, not fading. It seemed like everyone was just knackered in the fourth. I don't yeah, know what happened there. I was really pleased we came out after halftime and managed to snare those first couple goals just to make sure we kept our sort of ascendancy going. Yeah, absolutely. So Kerno got a quick one. Him and McKay, again, will come to it, but working so nicely together. Really well. Really enjoying that. Zach Fisher snuck an opportunistic goal and, and always got another as well. So it was nice to come out, um, as you say, strongly. Then it kind of tampered off in the back half as Voss let them know. Yeah, wasn't pleased, was he? Yeah. They let Essendon just repeat inside 50s. That We always whinge about it where we're just booting it out and it's coming straight yeah. back in. I mean, I thought we weathered the storm defensively actually, which I was pleased to see yeah. um, in the absence of Weeders. Yep. Plowman won a three-on-one at one point, which I was pretty happy with. There was that ridiculous 50-metre penalty against Soss, which gifted a goal to Heppel. Uh, which one was that one? Oh, he he barely moved. Oh, he smashed the ball out of his hands. It was a touch late, but I yeah. I don't know if he smashed the ball. Well, yeah. <laughs> he knocked like it out of his hands. But you see him paid for a, a yeah. lot. Like, you know, that was pretty touchy, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I thought yeah. it was touchy. And so that kind of kept them in with a sniff, which was um, unfortunate. Then we saw this Voss spray at three-quarter time, and I was curious to see how we would respond. If you are not following us on TikTok or Instagram, we have exclusive audio of <laughs> <laughs> Voss's spray. So follow the Bot on Instagram. On the so exclusive. We've had it for weeks. I know. It's so exclusive (laughs) that we had it before the season began and we use it as our coach's box intro. But um, it was good to see. We're up by how many goals? You know, a fair bit. Yeah, about four goals. About four goals. But Voss is still not happy and he's giving them a spray because we've strayed from – I feel like it's keeping the standards high. I liked it. However, the fourth quarter just kind of petered out. I think both teams were tired. The weather was average. I mean, we didn't let them get a run on. I feel like uh, there's a lot of hate (laughs) on Twitter, maybe just on my feed, for the way the game ended. Everyone's disappointed, said a team that wasn't as lacklustre would have run over us. Maybe that's true, but it was a professional victory. We defeated a team that was up and about and we saw the game out, so I wasn't too upset with that. Yeah, like a four-goal victory is not not the worst result. It wasn't like we only limped over the line. Yeah. It is disappointing. We've had a bit of a... uh, pattern where we don't put away teams at the end we just sort of hold yeah. on yeah i think it was the fourth game in a row was it fourth game in a row or something where essendon hasn't kicked a goal in the final quarter like oh, really? yeah it like hasn't happened since the early 1900s or oh, something like so that funny. which is pretty funny it was like a yeah very dour final quarter to be honest we had our chances martin and sauce both missed goals. it was just a it was just a tug of war but you felt like we were, we were well and truly going to hang on. I was glad they didn't get an early goal and get a sniff and you know yeah i think with the wet weather football and essendon aren't that great 
I think it was always sort of in the bag, but it was pretty uninspiring to watch. It was uninspiring. But a uh, professional victory and a victory over Essendon I'll take any day, particularly after the sour grapes of losing to Collingwood the week before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine if we lost to both. Oh, oh. I needed something to heal the soul after, after that match. So good to get the four points in the bag. As we said at the top, that puts us in the top four and in the hunt for equal first. Mm, it's pretty tight in the top eight. Like even just so missing tight. that one week with the bye and a few teams winning, mm. we slid down to seventh. I know. it's We say it every week, but I feel like this week's now a really important game because we win and it's the difference between, you know, we're tied at the top, we lose yeah. and suddenly it can, we can quickly slide down and risk falling out of the eight. Yeah, I think there's a couple of teams that are just outside the eight. Maybe there's a couple that are close, but there is a little bit of a gap opening up. So I feel like it'll be safe for finals, but where we finish in the eight is going to be Anyone's, up in the air until yeah. late in the season. Yeah, exactly. All right, Maddie, should we jump into the second quarter and talk about the players? Let's go. All right, Maddie, let's talk about the players. As always, I want to know who your boy was this week, someone who might not land in your votes, but worthy of a mention that you got behind, and then we'll get to your whipping boy after that. Who was your boy? My boy, I'm going to go for Owies. Oh, he was top of my list too. <laughs> Good, I yeah. thought he might have been. Yeah, yeah. He's Turned around his goal kicking. He's kicking a few goals. Really and nice. Makes such a difference when you're smalls, uh, kicking goals and making the most of their opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. Big difference. And he's still doing everything else he's been doing. He's... Getting, I don't know, whatever he got, 10-odd touches and he lays his three or four tackles a game, which is nice. But just his ability to convert lately is, I feel like it's a big difference. So I was really pleased to see that uh, he's managed to turn that around and a bit of reward for keeping him in the team. Yeah, I think Uh, so. so. I I was really happy with him. I also the jumper pull and the giving it to Essendon. Yeah, he's he's a passionate guy. I feel like he's sort of one of those guys that probably gets everyone up and about. Bleeds blue, which is nice to see, and just giving it to the Don. The Don's fans had obviously given it to him a little bit. Yeah. And he went back and kicked it. It was really nice to see. I Yeah, I agree. He was on my list too. Um, It's a hard position to play, as you've said in previous weeks, and it's good to see him making the most of his opportunities now. It was. So who else was on your list? Who's your boy? Look, I've, uh, people I considered, the others might fall into my vote, so I don't feel like they should They should get – I'm going to mention <laughs> an honourable mention to Marchbank. Oh, yeah, nice, yeah. Um, yeah. Because I, I thought he uh, – obviously – such a great story to see him back. Um, he played pretty well. Pretty good. What, he played like one and a half games in the VFL? Yeah. Maybe not even. Yeah, yeah. so fantastic seeing back and to get through. Um, I won't mention the other two because they're going to be my votes. So this is random, but it's the other person I had down. Jordan Boyd. Oh, really? Yeah, and only – I don't know if I should back him for the whole game, but there were a couple points in the second quarter where he just did these two dart passes. Yeah, his ball usage has been nice, yeah, hasn't it? He's, uh, he's probably not my boy, probably – my boy is someone who's in my votes and I stuff it. I'll just give it to him. Newman's my, <laughs> Newman's my boy this week. Oh, yeah. Because I really like his game and he's he not – He had a no- very good game. I feel like he can qualify because he's not normally in the votes. Yeah. And I just really, no, really like what I saw from him. But Jordan Boyd in the second quarter, um, a couple really nice kicks and it's just nice to see a little bit of something from, from him. Yeah, he brings that uh, toughness and then I guess that bonus is he's – Really nice, sharp ball. Yes, he's, he's done. Yep. It's probably what we've been annoyed. Stocker got dropped uh, after I gave him the I serve. I know, yeah. as, as he rightfully should. That's what you wanted from Stocker, that tough yeah. toughness with like some really nice ball use to sort of another uh, string to your bow sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah I think that's a, a nice little shout out for Boyd, even though he didn't have a huge impact. He's didn't doing his bit, impact. isn't he? A role player. A role player. But, yeah, really liked Newman's game this week and love seeing Marchbank get through. I'm going first on Whipping Boy, so I don't know if to <laughs> adjust because I've got only – I have a few, but the one that I – um 
um, want to go with is Durden. Oh, yes. He was is, on my list, but he wasn't top of my oh, list. Oh, good. Uh, which is harsh. And I, I loved his little moment with his sister that's done the rounds on social media. So I think he's this, like, delightful big brother. Yeah. <laughs> but he's nonetheless my whipping boy this week, which is probably unfair. But he just missed two chances at the start of the third oh, quarter. They weren't tough chances, were they? They weren't. They were goals he should have got. And I just worried because they gold quickly after that with that sauce 50 yeah and it's those moments that can swing games it is where he had those two like really good open chances and he just needs to convert yeah yeah i wasn't too wrapped with he's having a bit of a down patch him and always have almost done a, a flip around yeah. haven't they all yeah. of a sudden dern's missing chances and yeah can't quite finish but they seem to like to persist with them and i don't really know if we have too many people that can come in and replace him no and i wouldn't want him to be dropped i just think those two he's just my whipping boy because of those two opportunities where i really wanted him to slot them and he did not who's yours who's top of your list i had martin at top of my list yeah he was on my uh, list. similar reasons he just doesn't have the impact i think he should be having goes missing yeah for a, he's a relatively senior player like i know he's playing a yeah. fringe role he's playing that sort of tricky high half forward pinch hit in the midfield and i do like the way he pushes up the ground and he can take a mark but i feel like he should be doing a little bit more he only had yeah. the nine touches he did score a goal which was nice i think it was but that early was in the on first, like 30 seconds yeah where'd he go? and then done for the rest of the game so yeah. i just feel like we really need him doing similar to what fish is doing to be honest more yeah. around that high teens touches lay a few tackles take a few marks you're right he's a mature player you forget that sometimes yeah he, you sort of give i guess always isn't that young either right? i mean in a way but always hasn't been playing for that long so yeah. you forgive him maybe a little bit easier but i feel like martin who came to the club with a little bit of fanfare we picked him up cheap yeah but, but i feel like he should be doing a bit more yeah uh, very fair call was there anyone else that was in the running for you this week for a whipping boy no i had dirt on i pretty much just had him and dirt yeah. on the list i thought otherwise it was a pretty solid team effort yeah i agree so let's talk about other um players and other lines what did you how do you think the defense held up obviously weedering out which is just the one injury that we didn't want to get no so how do you think the defence held up in well, his absence? Young was back to his best, Young wasn't was he? Young was great, yeah. So really pleased with him. He had a bit of a down week last week, but everyone who's away with COVID or whatever seems to have a terrible yeah. first week back. So it was good to see Young back. He was taking marks and... Yeah, he looks great. Uh, went at 100% disposal efficiency. Wow, really? Yeah, great. so no errors, which is what you want from the, the back line. Nothing worse than a terrible turnover in the back line. Yeah, exactly. But I was really pleased with him. I was surprised we went Marchi and Plough as the next two tools. I thought maybe Durden might get a look, the mid-season recruit, yeah, the other Durden. Yeah, he's he apparently went okay in the VFL but still learning the system. Watched a little bit, yeah. What do you think? I, the first play I saw from I thought, oh, he looks really good. And then I saw a few things I thought, oh, nothing too flash. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a depth player. Yeah, he's a... Yeah, he is. He's tall and he'll provide a big body, but he's not going to do too much else than that, I think. Yeah. So I wasn't be... disappointed they didn't bring him. I thought Kemp might have got a look in, but he didn't. No. So I was surprised with the makeup of the team because they've got a fairly big forward line, Essendon, yeah. two-metre Peter down there. It's always going to be tricky. He's been playing well. Yeah. But all in all, I thought they held up really well and a really good game from the defence. I mean, we kept him to, what was it, 54 points or something. Yeah, and I guess we have to talk about Doherty's game. Oh, outstanding so great so yep. good honestly he would be up there in our bnf this year right up there what a story like it's huge it's we, one of the stories of the afl like we were i think everyone at carlton was pretty pleased with it when he got named around one yeah big big deal and we all were pretty happy with it but it's taken a while for the media to really catch on yeah exactly and especially the season he's having he could be in all australian contention i feel like he's playing oh pretty he's well. definitely in contention yeah. he, he's right up there with the best halfback flankers in the comp but i thought all the half all our little 
defenders had a pretty good game. Yes, yeah, Saad, are you saying? And yeah, Saad was pretty good. I felt like he was trying to stick it up the Essendon supporters a few times. I they, think he, yeah, yeah, he yeah. really wanted to kick a goal, running goal, I oh, think. I, and I think he did it. Unlike Saad, there was one moment where he probably should have dished it off, but he saw his eyes light up. Like, yeah, he was like, I'm going to give it to him. Goal. They were booing him at every chance they had. Yeah. But he was still really great. And as you mentioned, Newman had a really good game. Newman was great. He's best game for the season, in my opinion. There are so many moments. Defensively, he was strong, but also his ball use. I yeah. was like, oh, who did that? And no was, brain fades. Yeah, which is great to see. But he was really influential. He was he was great. I thought he played one of his best games. Yeah. So I was no super impressed with the defensive line. They'll have another big challenge ahead of them on Thursday night. Yeah. Against Richmond, but uh, looking good. Do you think we'll go with the good. same lineup defensively? I don't see why not. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, up forward, uh, nice to have Harry back. What a difference that makes to the team balance. It does. The chemistry with Harry and Charlie is building. And they were helping each other. They set each other up for goals. Yeah, there was one moment where Charlie marked on the 50 and I loved it. He turned around and looked and Harry was open, closer yep. in, dished Gave it on. Gave it to him. Another moment later in the game where Harry punched it on to Charlie. Yeah, repaid the favour. Yeah, and, yep. and they really liked, they were getting around each other and you can tell they're enjoying. It's got to make life easier. Yeah. I mean, there were times, I mean, Harry had a great season, Coleman medal last season, but you yeah. can tell there were times he was getting frustrated. We'd have like three players sitting on oh, him, getting course. scragged, but he's just yeah. so tall it's hard to stop him. But he must much prefer having Charlie up and about and yeah. other teams just can't just sit on the one person. Yeah, and it's nice to see them both looking to give each other those opportunities. So I, I really enjoyed watching those two play together. I thought they had some good chemistry and it was a strong performance from them and Oes, as we said. Not much to say about the others. I guess we've touched on... No, Fish had another solid game. Kicked a goal on his right. He got a bit of midfield time Fish with Cherry going down. He got in the centre bounces a little. Didn't mind that. Which I think he probably would have liked. Nice to see him actually use his right foot. I didn't even know he had one when he got that goal. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) He looked at it like, wow. Yeah. Uh, then everyone else said it did their bit. It was was good. They're definitely just having Harry in the team and having Sauce as the backup ruck that... Yeah. setup we've been using yeah. all season no longer seeing kennedy and cripps take rough Thank competitions God. which Thank was God. great yeah. uh, which really i think also paid dividends in cripps having a good game yeah so speaking of the midfield what did you think um obviously chera down early as we've mentioned i thought while she probably was our standout midfielder yeah i thought cripps had an excellent game yeah, i thought while she was, was okay Walsh had the 29 touches when at 65 percent Cripps had the 28 touches at 78 with the goal. So I thought they both had – they were probably our two best midfielders on the day. I thought Kennedy was a bit quiet. Was a little bit quiet. He looked pretty sore. He took a few big hits. But he still got his 24 touches for the game. But yeah, he uh, yeah didn't have the impact he can have at times where he sort of takes over a quarter. But I thought one thing Phil and I discussed the previous week was our lack of marking ability when you bring someone like down to the team. There was a few times when Hewitt and Kennedy yeah. took big marks yeah. inside the centre square and Cripps not having to play as a ruck – also was like a bit more of a marking target. And we outmarked the Essendon midfield by an absolute mile. So I feel like that bigger midfield maybe paid dividends in the marking stakes. So they sort of yeah. showed us up a little Kennedy bit. Kennedy does give that option. We'll come to it next quarter, but there was some domination from Essendon at centre clearance. Yeah, it was a bit annoying. It was a bit annoying. So, yeah, Dow, obviously, I didn't get to grill you on him, but uh, <laughs> came in for his one game. But I must admit, uh, he did fine. But he, Voss didn't say anything very complimentary yeah. in, the, in the press conference about Dow. Said he'd be disappointed with his performance and they dropped him straight away. Yeah, so it's a shame that he didn't really take his opportunity. I guess the last, the wings, and Nunes was copying it a bit. Nunes gives you the same thing every week. He's, yeah. He got, like, fairly good numbers, as he always does, but, geez, not... He, not lighting as well, he makes a it. few bad choices sometimes, and yeah. I find him yeah a bit of a frust- 
frustrating player to see in there. And then I think, oh, well, let's drop him. But then you're like, well, who are you going to drop him for? Gonna, yeah, Setterfield maybe. But maybe he had a really good game in the VFL. Setterfield, yeah, probably okay. probably our best on okay. the weekend. Well, so he's a chance to come be, back. That'd be good. And Lockie was okay. Yeah, he, he had a few nice kicks and. Yeah. A few touches, but I mean, where the football is probably not Lockie's go, is it? No, not <laughs> exactly. It doesn't really suit his game style. All right, should we get to the votes then, Maddie? Yeah, actually, I forget we do votes. <laughs> I noticed. I was listening. <laughs> I know. I was listening. <laughs> Kick us off. Actually, should we go to the leaderboard quickly before we do that? We can go to the leaderboard. Do you have it there or do you want me to get it? If you've got it, go for it. This is pre this week. Uh, while Maddie's getting that up, if you're new to the pod, welcome. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> um, and we have 10 votes to allocate each and we have to use them all. No more than five play- five votes per player. So we've got a bit of a top three forming. We've got Cripps with a bit of a lean on 34 votes. Uh, Kerno on 27, Walsh 22. And then we've got a number of guys who are not too far behind, but Doc Sard, 17, Hewitt McKay, 16, Chera, 15, Kennedy, 14, and then it peters down. And, yes, the blue pod undervalues waitering before. Oh, it's going to bite us so much. I think I about, like, we'll compare it to the BNF end of season and I feel like everything will be good except for waiters yeah, who will be right up there. Which is embarrassing for yeah. us. So t- who's in your votes this week? So this week I thought you can go past Doc for three votes. I thought yep. he had a really good game. Almost 700 metres gained. Uh, he had a huge game high touches for us with 33, four tackles. You know, Phenomenal. it was just awesome. So yeah. three votes for Doc. I went two votes for Cripps. For, yeah, we go. talked about his stats earlier. He led the way in tackles and clearances for us. Got a nice goal. Popped up for another goal. He's going to kick way more goals than he's ever kicked in a yeah, season before. Nice. And I was just relieved to see him not doing the ruck work. It freed him up a bit to play yeah. that more dominating midfield role for us, which was lovely. I also gave two votes for Young for his effort in the yeah, back line. Yeah, that's well earned. He had a really strong game. Uh, I think about 18 touches or so. Kept two-metre Peter goalless, I think. What did we give up for Young? Uh, Sammy Petrasky seaton That's just yeah, so good. Great, so good. great trade. I, I mean, love when the Bulldogs give us their discarded defenders and we turn them into the yeah, decent players. <laughs> we can maybe talk about in the next quarter, but we've got a lot of players on a list that were recruited uh, not at, yeah, from the draft. It's, yeah. I think making a really big difference. Yeah, no, that's – well, yeah, he definitely has made a difference. Well-earned votes this week. And I also gave two votes to Harry for his three goals, 15 touches. He was the only person who took multiple contested marks for us. The link marking was so important. Yeah, coming back early, slightly concerned. I was really concerned when we didn't have a key position player as our sub. Yeah. Which actually yeah. worked out great for us this week. It did this week. But I was a bit concerned with Char- Marchbank and Harry coming in. I it's yeah. like, oh, this could really backfire, but it worked I out a treat. I thought should have put Kemp as the sub, but yeah. anyway. And then my final vote goes to Newman, who yep. also had a great game off that half-back line, like we talked about earlier. Didn't really make any mistakes, about 600 metres gained. Yeah. Really using his left foot nicely, a bit creative. So, yeah, fair, that were my votes. Call. Our votes are a bit different, similar but different this week. I spread them out a little bit more, which means Doc got two votes from me. Yeah. Um, unlucky not to get the three, but for all the same reasons. He was phenomenal. I gave Newman two. Yep. Thought he was really good. Two to Harry. I thought he was just super important. So two to Doc, two to Newman, two to Harry. And then I scattergunned my one, <laughs> one to Young, one to Cripps, one to Walsh and one to Charlie. Yeah, that all sounds fair enough. So they all played really well. I thought they were, I thought Sauce was stiff not to get a vote too. I just love what Sauce does and could have snuck him in there if I'd had more votes to give. But I just thought Newman deserved the two this week because he popped up. Harry was influential. You couldn't go past Doc. And, yeah, the midfield brigade were pretty strong. Nice. All righty. Let's jump into the third quarter then and get into the coach's box. 
mate. You've done a typical bloody thing. The ball's gone over. I couldn't come back to me. You could have run and intercepted that first goal or second goal when it was. And you probably don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? That's bloody right. As we said, Maddie exclusive <laughs> from the three quarter. It's it's apt this week. Boss gave him a spray. It could have been, yeah. That was uh, straight from the coach's mouth. I like just quickly. I like seeing that from Voss. What did you think of the spray? Yeah, I think he's been really good, and you don't want guys getting complacent. Yeah, um, and I think you've got to drive those standards and. It's sort of tough because you guys are so pleased with the way we're winning every week. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I think it's great that he wants more. I mean, Essendon have only won two games for the year. So yeah, exactly. you can probably understand it. You don't want guys slacking off and getting too ahead of themselves. No, it was good to see. Um, all right, Maddie. before we talk about the specifics, do you want to give us some of the key stats for the team? Team stats this week. We win the possessions as we do every week. So that wasn't uh, too different. Good. Our inside 50s were slightly down. We did win them 54 to 46, but we've seen okay. games where we're getting like high 60s. More territory dominance, yeah. We lost the hit-outs, which has been happening ever since we lost Pidnet, which is when probably... When is Pidnet back? TDK looks like he needs to chop out. around 17, so maybe about a month away. Yeah, okay. So still a way to go. Yeah. We lost the centre clearances, which I will probably talk about we later. We are going to talk about that. We got smashed. But we did manage to win clearances overall. We... Uh, Took more marks inside 50, but we got uh, outmarked for contested marks, 14 to 8. Okay. And tackling was the other big discrepancy. Essendon laid 75 tackles, which is pretty high to our 55. Uh, tackles oh. inside the forward 50, which you always like to know, is we lost 18 to 7. So a few interesting ones there and tackles yeah. and centre clearances. They probably bear sort of a few things we would like to normally. They're like effort indicators with the tackles perhaps. Yeah. Um, hence the frustration maybe. But let's talk about that centre clearance dominance. What was going on there? We were getting smashed out of the middle. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened there. We started so well in it early, but from the setups, it just didn't seem to be quite working for us. Yeah. Maybe loss of Chera through a bit of a spanner in the works with the, with the way we go. They talk about the big buzz for the last year or so has been like, you know, cohesion and time yeah. together in the team. So maybe having one of those guys out affected the group, although we've had, you know, Cripps miss and Walsh miss and it hasn't hurt too exactly. much. But Is it the ruck? I don't even think it, it was. But No, I don't think the rucking was too bad. I mean, we do put Silvani in there at times, but yeah. uh, I think Essendon probably just came with a real focus knowing that was our strength. And and really brought brought it there. And, yeah, just we got, we got uh, let down a little bit, but... You know, use some coaching jargon since we're in the coach's box, a learning experience yes. for us. It's always good to have the learnings when you win. So That's exactly right. Uh, I forgot to ask you, by the way, could you tell us the ins and outs that we had? Um... Yeah, so we brought in a lot of changes this week. So we brought in Boyd, Kennedy, Marchbank, Martin and Harry Mackay and out went, and I thought they were pretty good outs. Jack Carroll, Cottrell was the sub, but he came on. Uh, Paddy Dow, Motlop, Liam Stocker and Jacob Wiedering. I was happy, obviously, Wiedering forced with those changes when I saw them. Yeah, I thought it was good good calls. I thought Stocker, Motlop and Jack Carroll had been struggling for a bit. Paddy Dow, in for one game, probably slightly rough and Cottrell just was the sub, but he managed to get a run again. So well, I thought, well, Dow might be back next week on Thursday. He could be, yeah. What are your other coaches' blocks observations, Manny? Well, we meant, we touched on it earlier, but I was so pleased to see the team balance back and no longer yeah. having to use Crips in the ruck. I thought that really helped. Thank God, yeah. I thought that was better for everyone. It was better for the midfielders. I thought it was better for Tom. Tom looked a bit lost having to push yeah. forward all the time. Yeah, it wasn't and working. He wasn't making much of an impact down forward anyway. So I thought the team balanced with the 
ruck setup was far better than what it's been in previous weeks. Completely agree. Let's hope we persist with it. It just makes a lot more sense. Yeah, but I was pleased with also the way we were able to score on tra- some of those transition scores. Yeah, really nice. impressive. Moving it so much better from the back line, which we've whinged about in weeks prior. Yeah, we really looked for that corridor usage and a few times we just carved them right open, which was nice. But Walsh's running really helped us there a few times. Lockie did a nice run actually give and receive at some point through the middle and, yeah, some yeah, nice transitions. I thought it was, it was really nice and just that heavy uh, corridor usage. And um, that I was interested with maybe the selection down back to go a bit smaller. Yeah. Um, which would which would be interesting when Wiedering's fit again. That will sort of be interesting to see what they do with that. Whether Plough gets to play that, he's sort of making that third man up almost his role a bit. But I imagine yeah. Marchie would probably take that. I'd prefer Marchie in that role if 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 we've got a choice. But but look, I thought the selection it was interesting. It was a smaller defence, but it held up. It did. I find it weird the way. Maybe not weird. Maybe it's more of a view to the long term and finals and winning games, but the way we seem to go into our shell once we have a lead, it can't yeah. be a coincidence. We get a lead and we come out and we stop taking the risks through the middle. It's Maybe it's because maybe it's the blowback from always to everyone talking about four goal run-ons against us when we yeah, get a lead. getting a bit cautious. So we're super – I feel like we get super cautious when we get out there. We get our lead, we go out and we say, well, we'll try score, but we're just going to go like down the wings. No yeah, more risky kicks through the middle. And it ends up leading to lower scoring second halves and like it was a bit exaggerated because Essendon was so poor yeah. in that game. It meant no one scored. So it's a bit of a tricky one. I wouldn't mind seeing them have a bit more confidence and take a few more risks when we have the leads and you know, it probably shows why our percentage is so low. But Yeah, exactly. I was going to say that. It's showing in the percentage. You can't really complain when they're racking up wins, can when you? When we're winning, exactly. So let's maybe look ahead to this week then. Thursday night, Richmond at the G. Huge chance, as we've said, to go equal on premiership points at the top, whereas yeah. a loss put you, you know, quickly lower down in the eight. What do you think? What do you? How do you like our chances? <laughs> Richmond have been a funny one this year, haven't they? They started okay, they dropped off and everyone was calling them done and then they've actually come back and had a little bit of a good yeah. run of form recently. Martin allegedly might be out, but he didn't really play that well against us. He's been struggling time. this year a bit. So, yeah. I mean, I'd rather have him out because he does seem to like to bob up against us. So yeah. I'd much rather have Martin on the sidelines and on the ground. Uh, Tom Lynch is back from his hamstring injury oh. first week week. So they'll have, they'll have all their bigs down there. They'll have Rewalt and Lynch. Lynch tells us up every time. But they've just sort of gone back to what they used to do with their – chaos football moving it forward yeah. it'll be interesting to see how we with our contested game go against that we're not so much a running team but yeah. maybe deny them the ball and we are a heavy possession team we like to flip handballs around and richmond feast on that they love people who try to overpossess the ball and turn it over so i think it's going to be a battle of smarts like you want to play our game style but when we're under the pump we just need to take territory perhaps when yeah. we can get it so what about selection? Do you think – you said you think they'll maintain the same selection, but who's going to – I mean, Young presumably takes Lynch or – The Lynch, I reckon he'll go to. So a bit who, bigger. Be Marchbank on Rewalt. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. And they might – what would be interesting if they see Bolter. Bolter last time is their swing oh, man and he's yeah. back after being out yeah. for a little bit too and he went back and forward the other game. So yeah. they could try to stretch us there with having him forward again, but that didn't pay dividends for them last time. Yeah, okay. Well, it'll, it's going to be interesting. Um, other changes, obviously, Chera is going to be out, so that might give Dow a chance. Maybe Carroll comes back in there. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's a possibility. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe Cottrell holds his spot. I was really pleased oh, yes, with Cottrell's game. Point. Cottrell was great. He, he yeah, played really he's honestly. really coming into his own in that role he plays. He runs hard. He, yeah. There was one where he chased a ball defensively and just did a great job pretty much single-handedly. Yeah. And I was really pleased for him. But I think either Cottrell holds his spot or Dow comes back in. And then other than that, I don't think there's probably – 
too many other changes we'll be looking to make, I imagine. Yeah, I think that's a good point about cultural, actually. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, I think that's – I mean, no one else is jumping out at me as being dropped or – no, Setterfield was the standout in the VFL, so he could perhaps come in and then Dow Maybe and Nunes could get a spell. He could, yeah, he could, but I feel like for some reason he's one of those guys that always just seems to manage to hold his spot. Yeah, somehow. Yeah, uh, and Dow and Stocker did okay, but I think that with the back line, with the way they're performing, I think it probably stays pretty similar. I imagine. And who does Palmer go to? Was Palmer on Stringer this week? Because Stringer had absolutely no. Oh, Stringer was useless. What a grub Stringer is. Oh. He looked Hopeless. overweight and yeah. he looked out of touch. He's feral uh, He was hitting guys behind the play. Of course he was. Uh, then the guys he gets are guys who you don't want to see getting injured. Like he hit Doherty late oh, after his seriously? season he's had and he got Marchbank late as well. That's uh, I don't think they paid a free kick for the Doc one, which I thought was really harsh. But uh, he did a good job on him. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's nice to have he, – he had no impact and I'm pretty sure uh, he got a spray from – his coach as well for having a disappointing return. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Maddie, unless there's any other coaches box comments, should we jump into the fourth quarter and open the mailbag? Go for it. That is the intro for the Blues news. We haven't had it in a while. So. No. <laughs> so we've got a little bit of Blues news to cover in the fourth quarter this week, Maddie, with the mid-season draft. Yeah, really drafted for needs. Yeah, which it's good we had the opportunity to do that. It is. It could be really handy to us second half of the year, especially if we can't get on top of this injury list. Yeah, so tell us. We took Durden and Hayes. Yeah, so Dur- Durden from the San FL, big, tall, key position player, yeah. and that'll be – Really handy backup considering what's been happening yeah, to all our tall yeah. backs. Look, if he's durable and he's a good backup, I'll take, take it. it every day of the week. Absolutely. And uh, Hayes, this has been having a really good season in the VFL for us. Ex-Doggies player. Yeah. I think he's mid to late 20s, so he's been around a little while. But Interesting a- choice, but they're just obviously rewarding uh, his form and his talent. I think that's a good thing. I think you want people to know that if they come to the VFL team, they're a chance of getting picked up. It's a way of enticing players to the yeah. team. Yeah. Gives them, it gives them something to play for and may attract better players to the VFL team. And it's, I think it's just important to have that winning culture in the VFL as in the AFL for the young guys and the experience. Yeah. Shame the VFL went down to the Dons actually. Oh, I know we're on top. There was a really strong wind and the, they just yeah. got over the top of us in that last quarter. But I think having Hayes as a wing player, he's playing predominantly on the oh, wing okay. a bit. That I think he's a handy. midfielder, but a possible winger. So yeah. they thought maybe as a, an extra number around there, we have been struggling for wingers. So extra winger, extra key position defender, I thought was not not a bad option. Not bad at all. We're not the Blues news. I don't know if there's much else. There's obviously a bit of a, a bit going on in the AFLW. Yeah, I'm not all across it, but I know we're, we're losing we're, a few, aren't we're we? We're bleeding players. Uh, no one's really sure why. The room mill's spinning. And it is, you know, as you said earlier, just a symptom of the AFLW and the experience clubs there's been a lot of complaints about clubs how easy you know they're losing their players they just can't compete financially with all the yeah. new expansion teams and yeah. you can't blame the girls for wanting to get the best return they can especially no. with all the new pay rises they got which that was fantastic That's great. news That's great yeah news. yeah exactly but it is a worry we lost you know nick stevens and some other big name players that we really really wanted to hang on to and that are important for our culture i think at the aflw level so 
disappointing, but we wish them the best at their next home. Yes. Although speaking of homes, the grounds development's coming along quite nicely too as well. It's looking Hopefully really nice. Hopefully that'll entice a few yeah. more players along. I should mention another Blues news. We've got 150 up for Cripper on Thursday and 50 uh, yeah. up for Marchi. I did, yeah, that's a nice one. Nice yeah. milestones. Yeah. Uh, for different reasons, both really nice milestones. Hopefully gets everyone even more up and about for the match. I can't believe March Bank's only getting to 50 games. I feel like he's been at the club forever. I know. <laughs> how long has that taken? But good to see the 150 for Captain Cripper as well. That'll be nice. Yeah. All right. What about the footy tipping, Maddie? I missed my tips, I think, on one occasion whilst away, which is disappointing. So I'm definitely not pushing for the top five. Who's there? <laughs> There's been a bit of movement. So at the top... This is the blue pot footy tipping, by the way, if you're new. Uh, too late to join, probably, <laughs> but we'll tell you who's winning. Tied on the top with 80. Blue Boy is 91, still there from Andrew. And Edub is tied with him. Uh, but he's a fair way behind on margin. So he's going to have to try Lift get on past the margin, him. Yeah, but he's doing okay. He's managed to maintain the charge up the ladder but stalling a bit at the top. In third, we've got Nara uh, oh, with 78, tough. so only two behind. Hot on the heels. Sa- oh, it cuts it off, but Sam Walsh fan something because uh, it goes dot, dot, dot from Bailey. He's on 77, so he, oh, he, I haven't seen him up there before, so he must be having a little bit of a run. Yeah. And Maddie rounds out the top five. Maddie Mag with uh, her team on 77. Oh, Actually, we've got a few tied on new, 77. That's a new jump into the top five. It is. Uh, Patrick Tiernan, who was up the top early, he's drifted down. He's on 77. And Mason's Shades, Brenton, is on 77 also. What about Jess, Jess, Jess? I thought Way she was down. Like... I think she missed a few weeks maybe. Hey. 71. I only got two this week. So... Dropped off. Gone. But more importantly, I am two ahead of you. So I'm on 73, (laughs) you're on 71. Only uh, by virtue of my forgetting to put the tipping in. Yeah, I feel like I've got the best margin besides Nara. So I feel like I'm just going to create an award for the person who has the best margin coming this season. (laughs) Not ridiculous. All right, we'll get to the mailbag. Uh, Submit your questions by following us at the Blue Pod on Twitter, the dot Blue Pod on Instagram. We're also on the, at the Blue Pod on TikTok, but I don't think you can really submit questions there. Uh, even if you're not wanting to submit your questions, give us a follow on those mediums. And while I'm here plugging it, follow us on wherever you're listening. That always helps us climb the charts and we love you for it. Um, this week in the mailbag, we also love especially our listeners who slide into the mailbag. <laughs> Special mention to them. Let me just get it up. We have from Adrian Gessera. Love the team ethos Voss has implemented. They look to be playing for each other. Love that we still haven't played our best footy for a full game, but we're still 9-3. And I think we have a lot of improvement still. What do you think? Oh, I totally agree. I think the fact we're winning games not playing our best football just shows how much of a better team we've become this season. The Absolutely. test will be now with missing a few key players and playing a few better teams, how we perform. But it's hard to point too many games where we haven't played well this year. Exactly, yeah. So um, it's it's a, it's fantastic to be at this point 9-3 when we still think there's improvements. So... Totally agree with that. Tim W, despite a fierce three-quarter time address by Voss, we went goalless in the last. There is a trend we hit halfway during the third and just appear to be gassed. Defence holding up well, but is this a concern or as some say, is it deliberate? I think you touched on this. Yeah, I think it's I think it's probably a bit of both. I think it's a deliberate change in philosophy with wanting to take less risks, but yeah. I'm sure the guys are also pretty pretty tired as they well, I think. We go pretty hard. Way. We try to apply crazy pressure early yeah. and... But I'd much rather be defending a lead than trying to catch up. Yeah, I agree. Candor, another regular mailbag contributor. We love that. A pretty flat win, but any win against the Bombers is a good win. I feel there was a time we were ready to go in for the kill when Durden missed those two shots. We'll miss Chera next week, who's been in top form. Undermanned, we need to lift markedly to beat the Tigers. What do you think? Oh, yeah, I don't know if we have to maybe improve heaps, but we'll have to play a bit better than what we did against Essendon. But... 
you know, if you can win on a down week and as you said, like, you know, take some learnings from those those losses and then they can bounce back a bit. I think Harry being back for the week will be better for it. That yeah. defensive group got a week together. Uh, Chera will definitely hurt. It'll be interesting how we, we cope in the midfield. Mm. But I feel like we're not too badly placed considering everything that's been going on. And the team's only going to get better as players come back now for the rest of the season. Yeah, exactly. As our injury list hopefully starts to shorten. And the last one I've got from Tom Clark 6 and this is on Instagram, so you can post your questions there as well. We put a shout out each week. He said, what did you think of the Voss spray? Oh, we, we mentioned it. We yeah. li- I liked it. It's good to see some passion. Good to see him change him up. Good to see he's trying to get higher standards from the players. Yeah. You have to use them well, though. Like, you can't just spray them every week or else they lose yeah. their effect. But I don't think it seems like he does, but he picks his moment. Yeah, maybe he was just – the team, maybe just that last 10 minutes, he was a bit concerned. You want to get run over the top of on a big occasion. You don't want to give the other team a sniff. So I think yeah. he was just trying to make sure we really just close the game out. Put the foot down and we love it. All right, well, that probably wraps it for the week, Maddie. Only a couple days off – MCG against the Tigers. Yeah. Uh, big game. It's crazy that we're back here playing them again. Doesn't feel that long ago it was opening around. I know. Thursday night game. See if we can perform on the big stage. It'll be nice. It'll be really nice. So, fingers crossed. What's your prediction? Ooh, I'm going to go Carlton by two goals. I like it. I'll go Carlton by 21 points. Give us a little bit more of a buck. <laughs> That'd be good. Really hope we win. It's a big game. Thanks for listening, Blue Crew. Um, as I said, if you want to follow us wherever you're listening and tell your friends about us, it's the best way we grow. And also follow us on the socials, the Blue Pod on TikTok and Twitter and the dot Blue Pod on Instagram. We love to hear from you guys. Good to be back, Maddie. Yeah. Thanks for making space for me. Nice to have you back. <laughs> I wasn't sure I was going to make the team. <laughs> yeah, we talked about it, but yeah. we decided to let you back in. <laughs> uh, we'll see what we get. All right. Thanks, Blicker. We'll be back next week. Go, please.